Fox Sports 1480 AM, 102.5 FM, The Gambler. In Philly, there's a group that brings diehard sports fans together as one big family through tailgate and road trips. Now the guys from Green Legion are bringing the tailgate to the airwaves. Quimby, Hollis Tank Thomas, Michael Diaz, and Chris Sack always keep the party going, so crack a beer. Take a shot and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. All right, everybody, welcome to Green Legion Radio, live from Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia. Special live episode tonight, first time for everybody here on... Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Green Legion Radio is brought to you by Bud Light. This is Bud Light Night here at Chickies and Pete, so make sure you guys drink that. My name is Quimby. I'm the host of your show, but I am also one of many hosts on this show. To my immediate right, we've got Super Sam, which is her 38th birthday tonight. She's our intern. Woo! Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Sam! 38-year-old 38 intern. How about that, huh? <laughs> Never reveal a lady's age, Quimby. Don't you know anything? Oh, God, it's too late. All the fanfare that we have coming during the show, she's in trouble. Everybody's going to know. Next to her, our producer on the Comrex, Kyle slash 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 the Gobbler. <laughs> You're never going to get rid of it, bro. No. Gobble, no, gobble. Next to him in his bib, his great <laughs> bib, the boy in the bubble, Philadelphia Eagles insider podcast host, Mr. Dave Spadaro. How are you, sir? Great. Welcome, welcome, guys. It's good to be be back. back. It's great to be back. Great to be back here, Chickies and Peaks. Next to him, Chris Sackmaster, Sack Attack, Reggie. Uh, I'm I'm, It's a pleasure to join Diaz finally on Dad Bod Row. Uh, On Dad Bod (laughs) Row. Got it. It's no longer Athlete Row. Next to him, Michael, shut up, Diaz. What's happening, brother? Happy to be back. It's back in our home during Eagle season. It just feels good to be doing something somewhat normal again. We're a little bit spaced out here this evening, so uh, due to COVID protocols, we want to make sure everybody uh, keeps their keeps their space, especially with the town. Dave, especially, he's uh, he's got a lot involved with the team. We want to make sure that uh, he stays in his bubble. Because you, know, because you know why. So I'll tell you why. So two weeks ago, I'm in a, a suite. And Howard Eskin walks in the suite. Uh-oh. Okay, open, oh. open, open, open air. Mm-hmm. No problem. Howard, yeah, he got bumped out of his booth. And, yeah, go sit down over there. So there were four people in the suite. And it was an open air. Everybody was distanced. Two days later, Howard tests positive for COVID. Awkward. And the, the way that, <laughs> but the way that the NFL protocols work, I was deemed potentially compromised. Yep. So I was not allowed Did to go to the Did you have the quarantine? Church. I had to quarantine. I wasn't able to go to the Giants game, hey. oh. and I had nine straight days of testing. So you, you are not like if, if the the protocols are so tight for everybody. Yeah. I mean, we see it around the league how when there's a little you know outbreak, teams' games are in jeopardy. No matter who it is, right? Who goes into the building or who may be on the practice field? Hey, we understand, players. man, and yeah. we just appreciate you being here. I appreciate, I, I appreciate you having me. I'm just saying that that, that is how strict it is and how strict it has to be understood understood well there's definitely six feet between you and sack master right now so we're good there and of course do not forget our final host actually making this entire show complete number 78 in your program number one in your heart former 15-year nfl vet 10 with your philadelphia eagles mr hollis tank thomas what up i'm glad to be back Glad to be back where we where we supposed to be. 
He's styling and profiling already. <laughs> he, 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 you knew he was going to have his shades on. Oh, anyway, yes. the, the light. And by the way, you guys could come up to Hollis. He doesn't mind. He loves the attention. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just glad to be out and about doing something normal for me. How, yeah. how, how would you be during COVID? How, how tough would it have been for you to quarantine every day, every night, not go out, not not socialize? It would be pretty rough. Yeah. It's, it's one of the roughest things, but... You remember, I have a lot of video games, too, so and a lot of movies. <laughs> but when you were a player, how do you think you would handle it? When I was a player, I think I could have handled it. Because most, for the most part, if you really want to play, you did what you needed to do to play. It's like, it, it, it's some, sometimes when um, people ask me that, um, the stuff that, I, extra stuff I had to do just to keep up. Yeah. There we go. And like, the, like after I did, you know, I, you probably never paid attention that after practice, I was doing like 30 or 45 minutes of cardio. Yes. That was to keep up with the little guys. Yeah. And if, if I can't, if I can What happened to that re- regime, or workout <laughs> regime? <laughs> <laughs> Regiment. It's currently just weightlifting. I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. But you, in order to, you, you do what you have to do to stay on the field. And I, I don't, I don't see why some, some people are. Was making like light of it, and then some people were actually going out. I see. You're, you're lifting Bud Lights tonight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little yeah, taste yeah. in there. And our good friends Sully and Rex are in the house Woo! tonight. What's up, guys? Did you guys go to LL Bean together to <laughs> buy those shirts? <laughs> 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 it was like the Al Borland collection. Right? <laughs> oh, they're dressed identical. Dear Lord. <laughs> All right, everybody, we've got a ton of stuff to get to. Make sure you do sponsor and patronize our good friends at Bud Light. That's Mick Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer as well. Stateside Vodka in Fishtown. Yes, premium distilled vodka right here in Philadelphia. MCS Construction Services. The Next Sip. Go to thenextsip.com if you want hands-free drinking during COVID. It is the best thing that you could possibly have. Of course, our friends here at Chickies and Pete's all over and especially south philadelphia sean roger everybody that's uh, of course pete who who have made this possible and john dorenzi from pen distributors and bud light what's that house uh facebook people can't hear us oh i didn't turn that on yet <laughs> professional well no we we everybody's like time out hold on i can't hear you <laughs> sorry we can't play music because we get shut down every time just hit me, Sam. Come on, you're right next to me. Punch that's, him. Oh, that, that's an open invitation. Yeah, right there. deepest apologies, folks. All right, you guys, we got a, a big lineup. We're going to get our picks out of the way first because we have a game on at eight twenty. It's Green Bay at San Francisco. Green Bay is a seven and a half point favorite right now. I do not know what the over under is. Did anybody know? I think I think I heard forty nine. Forty nine mm. with all those injuries. Wow, wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's big. And and, and thank oh. you for distracting me, Sully, on our oh, first live show. Uh, <laughs> We're going to go over the box score for the game and individual statistics. We're going to try to work through more positive elements as opposed to harping on the same stuff that everybody's been talking about for the last five days. We know where our deficiencies are. We yeah. know what needs to be uh, what needs to improve. But let's talk about the positives. One positive is, hey, we're in first place. Didn't think that was going to happen. That's, going that's into the, the bye po- week, that's the positive. Yeah, that's the that's all that matters. It, it does. Uh, and what can we take away from the game this weekend? Dave had an excellent bit uh, about the defense on his podcast, on Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast. I want, when we get to that, uh, Dave, I would love if you shared that with everybody because it's very very interesting and very okay. uh, very good stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about the running backs. Nice effort there. We're going to talk about a change of the guard. Are we already starting to see a change of the, of, of the guard at offensive line, at the wide receiver position? A little bit, yeah. At tight end even? Uh and who are, the, uh, who are the standout players that might be long-term pieces to the puzzle this year? Uh, and, of course, there's no reason to not start talking about the Giants game. I don't care if we have a ga- uh, no game this weekend. Why not start talking about it now? Because there's, 
There's a lot to discuss. The Giants did not give up against the Buccaneers in any way, shape, or form. And I'm wondering if, if Jason Garrett's offense, offense is starting to sink in a little bit over there. It always, they say it always takes a good half a season to get used to a, a, a new coordinator or a head coach. So I, I wouldn't take this team lightly when we play them on the 15th. The, but, way, the way the Eagles are playing, you can't take anybody lightly. That's right. right. I mean, let's be honest. Fair. Every game is like teeth gnashing nail biters. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's got to change. We're also yeah. going to go around the league. Uh, I'm going to talk about the quarterback situation around the league. I, I, I especially want to talk a little bit about Lamar Jackson. Uh, as we all know, coordinators are going to find out how to defend players. Stinks. Right? He stinks. Uh, there we go. I'm, I'm liking I'm liking Dave. We might agree on something yeah, tonight, hey, Dave. Hey, hey. What is going on time. there? Negative wow. Dave. I'll take it. And then, uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, what pro football talk brought up a couple days ago brought to light if there are any more covid games lost this season they could go the nfl could go to a 16 team playoff scenario and tank and i talked about that a lot on tuesday night while we were uh, while we were on get tanked uh there are some interesting scenarios to consider with a 16 game playoff or a 16 team playoff because one and two te- one and two seeds don't get a bye Nope. Well, if they even if they had, seven well, gonna, we're not going to get into it yet. Not going to get into it. We're, we're teasing right now. <laughs> but that's what we have so far. Uh, before we get to anything else, we got to go to tank because we want to know what happened this week in sports history and what happened this week in Hollis history. Well, today is November the fifth. See, three hundred and tenth day of the year's leap year. You can't. Oh, I saw Dave over there making gestures. It's the, uh, just, just ignore him. Just ignore Dave. Just three hundred tenth, tenth day of the year. The fifty-six days remain. Uh, I'm fifty-six start. of these puppies left. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you got to stick with it. You Come on. Fifty-six of these puppies left, and I can't wait till the end. Yeah. And, and the rule for next year is don't talk about last year. We're going to talk about some national holidays first. Uh, today's national holiday is American Football Day. Woo! Uh, way back in the, uh, it was actually way back in the. Uh, 1869, the very first game was played, uh, They and then they started switching up the rules. It was originally the soccer game, then they added rugby and stuff, okay. and, and the whole shebang. But today is American Football Day. It's also Donut Appreciation Day. You know that I can appreciate a whole whole dozen of donuts. And, 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 Happy uh, Donut Day, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's also Gunpowder Day, Day. <laughs> gunpowder Day. I can gunpowder appreciate day. Gunpowder. <laughs> yeah, and, um, Men Make Dinner Day also. Uh, love Your Red Hair Day. And commercial TV day. Now I got some events here. They uh, they pretty much uh, kept them uh, local. November the first, nineteen ninety six. Uh, the 76ers opened up. It was called uh, Cor- it was called the Core State Center ah. at first. You remember that? I remember those days. Uh, yes, you remember those days. Yeah, there was a bunch <laughs> of names. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, November the second with uh, Steve Carlton. I found this uh, pretty fun. Not, it's like interesting. He he won twenty seven games that year, and while we won was fifty seven, but he ended up winning the Cy Young. Unanimously, that National League. He turned around it. Excuse me. He turned around and did it in 1977. Yes. And also did it in 1980. And actually, World November Series. 1980. Yep. And so he was. That was his third Cy Young. November the fifth, we have the AFL announce the eight teams. And in, uh, in 1959, 1967, the Saints 
uh, won their first uh, game. Guess who it was against? I only put it in there because it was against us, 34 to 20, 30, 31 to 24. And then 19, you can get through this, big dog. 1978, John Madden becomes the 13th coach of Raiders history and be- went on to become a, a great commentator. I got a couple of quick birthdays for you. <laughs> We're not going to bring up Pat Summerall and the Scotch again? <laughs> <laughs> we go to 1955, Chris Jenner. Uh, 1959, Brian Adams. 19, 1963, Tatum O'Neill. 19, uh, 1968, Sam Rockwell. 1974, Jerry Stackhouse. And 1978, <laughs> Bubba Watson. Bubba. Bubba. Bubba Watson Jr. That's what I got for you. It's the bye week. Uh, it was, uh, it, I just wanted to say one thing about the bye week coming up. Uh, this is a, ch- a chance for the guys to uh, not so much reinvent themselves, but get some of the kinks out of wh- uh, what's been going on and the troubles and trials and tribulations that's been going on. And we can actually get some victories that, that are not nail biters, that are, are not what the hell. I kind of agree with Dave, it's man. Like, it's yeah. going to be a nail biter every, every single week. game for it's, the it's rest of the season. But I, think, but I just think this is a time where guys can get away and you get some guys back healthy and get some kind of get some continuity, especially with the COVID thing going. They're going to be – they're the only people that they're going to see. Yeah. So, they're not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So they're the, so I think it'll be a good time for them to get some continuity and stuff and, and start putting together some quality games. Not, the, not that they don't have to be nail biters, but we should the turnover, the turnover problem and the not getting the turnovers is, 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 uh, is what's going on. And look, it all comes down basically to one guy Yeah, with the turnover, 16 of them in the first half of the season. Woo. I didn't want to bring that up. If he can control that... Yeah. And minimize that a bit. This team can win some games. Yeah, but I, I want. But I also want hey, to. Bring hey, up, oh, 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 I, oh, 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 don't get ahead of yourselves, well, boys. No. We got a lot to get to on that. Well, yeah. Hollis and I were just agreeing. This is a nice. A, no, no, no. I don't want you to agree. Okay. You guys suck when you agree. <laughs> yeah, that's why people come out for the show. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we, we want to see these battles by week. Two. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and this is the reason why we put you two as far <laughs> apart as we possibly could. All right, you guys. We're going to get into that. We appreciate that, Tank. All right. It's time for another segment of Kickass or Jackass. And I got some good ones tonight. Do you do? All right. We're going to go around the room. Sam, you got that mic on? All right. It's on. There you go. You just have to turn it that way. Say Good job. Now put it up to your mouth. There you go. There it is. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not using that. There was too much feedback Too much feedback in it. Yeah. There we go. We had to get rid of that. Sorry, guys. First time here. Sam, we're going to leave you out of this one this time around. We'll get you figured out next week. All right, kick-ass or jackass? Starting with you, slashing, going around the room, counterclockwise. Lamar Jackson. He's really regressed this year, and I'm so torn. I'm I'm still going to go jackass until he actually proves it and gets it done in a big game. I'm going to go kick-ass because of what he's done. He's an MVP. I just don't think he's a good quarterback, but I'm going to go kick-ass. He costed me my pick last week because I picked them to beat the Steelers for the first time this season. Same. So he's a jackass. Yep. Uh, kick ass because he caused Sack to lose his game last week. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Jackson, kick ass. I got, I got kick ass. It's just, I think it's a sophomore slump. I would not take him in my top ten quarterbacks in the fourth quarter if the game was on the line at all. I agree with him. At all. I would, I, I, think I would definitely take him in the top ten quarterbacks in yeah, the fourth quarter. I, I can give you, I can give, I can give you twelve yeah. names because he hasn't been able to do it. Well, he had them close. Not to against, it. not against good teams. He had them close to it. Well, I mean, he had them close to gonna, it twice, and he made bad decisions. He's going to get over that jackass. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. This is going to be a little bit of foreshadowing for the next one, <laughs> but I'm still going to go kick ass because 
somebody on that team I don't think is very coachable. Ah, interesting. I'm going jackass. Thank you. I say he's a jackass because he let Tom Brady go. Egos need to be mended. They both should have stayed together if they wanted to continue on with their legacy. I say kick-ass. This is highly enjoyable oh. watching the Patriots struggle. <laughs> I mean, you know, so there's some, there's some uh, what, 34-year-old people out there that have never seen the Patriots as we remember the Patriots. Yes, you're actually bringing some funny stuff to the table well, today. I'm a funny guy. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Until we can't understand him in the second hour. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, jackass. Uh, it's, it's, it's I don't. I don't see why he let the kid, let, let his uh, cheating buddy go. Uh, I I was going to say jackass until Diaz said that, and I'm going kickass. It is fun watching them lose. <laughs> it is fun. Speaking of, <laughs> and, I, and I, by the way, I never would have guessed that the quarterback is more important than the coach. Well, I we really just figured that out up in New England. It yeah, does for sure. Well. Some people opted out, though. So Yeah, they've had a lot of opt-outs. That reflects yeah. on the coach, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, for no. COVID, it doesn't. Yeah. All right, next. <laughs> Let's start. Cam Newton. Jackass. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Do we even have to ask me? Jackass, for sure. Uh, I want to... <laughs> mute him. Jackass. <laughs> mute yeah. him. First mute of the night. Jackass. Jackass. Cam Newton's fashion show. Oh, God. In every post-game press conference. Jackass. Did I get that out quicker than the last one? <laughs> yes, you did. What's the question? Got, got get off your phone, I'm, Dave. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm in a major meeting right now. Sorry. Cam Newton. Cam I, said, Newton. I said jackass. Cam Newton's fashion show oh, in every Jack, post-game press conference. Uh, a 10-spot jackass. <laughs> Although I give, him, I give him credit. He does have style. What? I just don't like the style. Yeah, What's, what style is that? When he's, got, he's, got, he's got flash and dash. When your style uh, is Mrs. Doubtfire, you're a jackass. But I, but I, but I, like, I wish Carson a little bit more flash and dash. Well, don't worry. We're getting to him soon uh, enough. That was awkward. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, jackass. Capri pa- pants do not belong on men. I'm sorry. Jackass. Yeah, you know that from first-hand knowledge, right? Uh, <laughs> Diaz bringing his A-game. Jack- jackass. Jackass, yeah, yes. Jackass here as well. Carson Wentz's latest hat. Oh, yeah. Jackass. Oh, God. I mean, Carson's my man. Kick-ass. Right, you knew right. we, we, yeah. we didn't even need to ask right, you. Right, that's right. I, I think Carson expected to play better than he did the other night, and that's why he d- brought that. To, out of the closet, but really in reality, tuck it away, tuck it away, Carson. <laughs> Jackass. I'm afraid. I'm a fan of uh, American history, and he looks like lost Civil War soldier. So mm-hmm. kick Bonnie, ass, Bonnie and Clyde. I was, I was actually waiting for the broomstick. I thought I was like, "Where's the broomstick?" Here, he looks like the Wicked Witch of the West with that hat. That kind of, <laughs> he, looked, he looked like he looked like the Canadian Mountie <laughs> with the red hair. What so we, was. we have ways of making you pronounce the letter O. Remember that from Canadian Bacon? Yeah, good I'm sorry, Carson. Jackass. Last one. The term deceptively good athlete. I want you to explain where this is coming from because I don't know. Um, But for now, I'm just going to say jackass. Just keep it simple. So for a sports writer to say that an athlete, a professional athlete, is a deceptively good athlete is a joke. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. It's a joke. Thank you. If, he's, if there's the good pros, athlete a, attached yeah. to you, yeah. I don't give yeah. no. a rat if deceptively is the adjective used to describe. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a jackass. Thank it's you. A jackass it, it, it's a backhanded compliment to the player, so it's jackass. Right. Yeah, it's used <laughs> most with the offensive linemen. It, no, no, you're a good athlete or you're not a good athlete. Yeah. It's jackass. Yeah. It's jackass. Uh, I was going to use that for, uh, uh, for, for my buddy over here, Diaz. <laughs> like, can you just say underrated? No. Is, is, is that not a term anymore? Under, underrated just 
Underrated just means nothing. All right. Well, you know what? Because we're about to go to break here in, in, in two minutes. I, I find that an interesting topic that maybe we could talk about right before we go to break. When we come back, it's all Eagles from there on. We do have a little bit on the Andy McPhail. Uh, so there, <laughs> yep, there, Chris. Sackmaster's got it ready to go. But deceptively good athlete. I think when a sports writer like you pointed out, Dave, says something uh, along those lines, they mean he might not show as much that, uh, as much physical prowess but definitely has the mental capability to be in the right place at the right time but doesn't that still mean you're a damn good athlete Uh, it means you may not look the part but that you if that if you really watch the player he's very he's much more athletic than than that sports writer thinks he is well well what i was going to say was you're describing the smart player who's lost a step or is not as fast as everybody else but it, you still have to be a- athletic. Deceptively athletic means you kind of suck and you shouldn't even be on the field with everybody else. It's kind of like I, white man can't jump. You know? <laughs> well, that was on VH1 yeah, today. It was great. Deceptively good athlete. There you go. Well, no, has- no, this ain't Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, the best in-game experience on game day is Chickies and Pete's. Enjoy the game indoors and outdoors. Chickies and Pete's official caterer and proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles and host location for Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light on Fox Sports The Gambler 102.5 FM. We will be back with more Eagles talk in the entire panel right after this. Back on Green Legion Radio, live from Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia, and live on Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM. Everybody, make sure you download, rate, review, and subscribe to Green Legion Radio. You can do so on our website at greenlegionradio.com. You can also do so with iTunes and Google Play. Also, easiest thing to do, download the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to all three of our podcasts, including the live show, Green Legion Radio, Ice to Shorts, Winter Slash Summer Sports, and Get Tanked Happy Hour with Tank and Q. They are all amusing. They're comical. And on the other podcast, we don't have to watch our language so much. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm still waiting. We've got John Jansen back in studio right now getting ready on the dump button for two hours, getting hazard pay because of how our shows normally are. Keep them busy. Keep them from sleeping in there. Everybody, Green Legion Radio is sponsored by Bud Light. Make sure you're drinking Bud Light. Thursday is Bud Light night here at Chickies and Pete's. Let's go over the box scores and some individual statistics uh, from the game uh, on, on on Sunday night. Uh, interesting numbers all over the place. Total yards, 265 for Dallas versus 222 for Philadelphia. Very, very low numbers. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get into it. I'm going to go through all these stats, and if anybody has one they'd like to point out or bring up after I go through the stats, just just let me know. 4-2 uh, to two turnovers, Philly to Dallas. Time of possession. Dallas wins almost 33 minutes. Yeah, but they, remember the Eagles had the fumble Swallow recovery. Swallow your food, Dave. Had the fumble recovery. <laughs> Food's good here. The fumble recover for touchdown. That takes that gives Dallas another possession. That's a BS stat anyway. It's you not know, a really. It's not a point. Time, wait, of, oh, time of possession means nothing. Unless you're a defensive player huffing it after uh, 35 uh, minutes. The most overrated stat there is. I, nah, think, I think Dave is uh, am I right or over here. No, no, am I right no, or wrong? You're wrong. 
Okay, how <laughs> you're totally Here, wrong. It only you're, took it a second. Totally second. You, no, no, you're totally wrong. No, you're totally that's wrong. That stat yeah. means well, <laughs> that stat means nothing. If you're scoring a lot of points, that stat means that stat means nothing. But when you're scoring literally it, nothing, it, and your drives, you go out there and you got the ability to run, and you go out there and throw three passes in a row and throw your defense back out no. there and expect us to step, go out there time after time after time and stop them. Points, Eventually, the other team is going to score. Points per drive means something. Average yeah. yards per play means something. And when you got the ball, Numbers, you score. Red zone efficiency means something. Third down efficiency means something. Time of possession is a filler stat. Not really. Used because by lazy it, people. Because it, you try to demonstrate the run pass. The run pass ratio is another bullshit stat. <laughs> John Jansen. <laughs> you expose yourself, Chip Kelly. Well, you expose yourself. Well, well, sir. If you, it, it, this, that's probably why that we, we we keep losing the time of possession because we don't run the ball. And we haven't really been winning you know I'm unless we do I'm run Google. the ball. All right, I'm going to Google. Best, hold on. Hold on. I forgot this. I wanted to play this, but I had no sound. Because the good news is you're fired. Oh, that's <laughs> the first time I haven't been fired first in the show <laughs> since the beginning of the what's show. That, what's that are you looking at? What's that are you looking for, Dave? Uh, time of possession. Mm -hmm. Leaders in the NFL. Okay. Don't you okay, well, you on. keep looking yeah, and uh, keep yeah. eating your food. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> First downs, passing first downs, 10 to 8, Dallas. Rushing first downs, 10 to 6, Dallas. First downs from penalties, 1 to 4 in favor of the, uh, of the Eagles. Third down efficiency, 4 for 16 for Dallas. Terrible, but 3 for 8. That's still not a great stat no. for the Birds either. Fourth down efficiency, 2 for 4 for Dallas. 0 for 3 for the Eagles again. Fifth, below 50%, that's a, that's a terrible stat. Total plays seventy nine to fifty eight. Now, granted, we know Dallas had the ball longer. They're yep. going to have more plays. We get that. Total drives were twelve versus eleven, so that's almost equivalent. Uh, passing one hundred and thirty two for Ben Danucci. <laughs> ben Danucci. Ben Anthony Danucci. One hundred and three passing yards for the Eagles. That's twenty one for forty for Danucci. Sixteen for twenty eight for Carson. Yards per pass for both teams is absolutely anemic. 3.0 for the Cowboys, 3.2 for the Eagles. That's uh, that, that, one's, that one's a tough one for me to swallow. We know Carson threw two interceptions. Danucci didn't throw any. He didn't play that well, but he didn't throw any interceptions. The Eagles should have picked three or four of those balls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sacks and yards lost, four for 48 for the Cowboys, four for 29 uh, for the Eagles, not as bad, but still. 133 versus 119 rushing yards, not bad. Rushing attempts, 26 for the Eagles, 35 for the Cowboys. Yards per rush, here we go. 3.8 for the Cowboys, 4.6 average rush yards for the Eagles. And we're going to get into Boston, Scott, and Corey Clement uh, uh, soon here because I thought both of them played pretty good games for the amount of time that they had. At halftime, Boston Scott was nine rushes for 63 yards. And you're not feeding this guy the entire time? Correct. <laughs> That's the problem. We're getting there. We're getting there. But, hey, remember, we're going to try to move on positives tonight. That's right. what we're Can we talk about forward. time of possession? Please. Sure. Now, 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 now give it to me. Right, so <laughs> it's an irrelevant stat. No, no, no. Give it to me, though. Just give it to oh, me. Give me. I'll take okay, Kansas City. Has the 17th possession in the NFL. I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> Kansas City, Kansas City has the 17th best time of possession in the NFL. Cincinnati has the second best time of possession. Green Bay's first. Las Vegas is third. Pittsburgh's fourth. San Francisco's fifth. I mean, it means nothing. All of them have more wins than us. It means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati doesn't. 
Yeah, but they, they tied us, and they just won. They beat us Atlanta, Atlanta has two wins. And and eight, your eight, your eight, argument eight, sounds as, as, as convoluted as this. Was it over with the Trimmers Bomb Pro Hunter? <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a stat that means nothing. Well, dude, I'm only, this is what I'm trying to tell you. If, you, if, you, if, you, if your offense has the ball, they got time to get to continuity. They're trying to matriculate down the field. If they keep putting the defense out there time and time again. Plays, if you have big plays, you, you don't matriculate down the field. Yeah, if you get big plays. Matriculating but, means you don't have big have plays. We, have we been getting big plays? I'm not saying the Eagles' offense is how many, good right now. How many, how many, I'm we, just saying that stat stinks. No, all right. No. Uh, just slash. Whenever I tell you to mute both of them, just... Do it. <laughs> slash, I, it's I, great. My, it's not the Diaz that we have to going. worry about it tonight. Uh, slash, if you think I can't get All right, to you, real you're quick. wrong. <laughs> hey, we have, Bring it. we have you far enough away from Diaz, you can't choke him out tonight, <laughs> which is good. All right, uh, where were we? Red zone, 0 for 2 for the uh, for the Cowboys, 2 for 2 for the Eagles. Great red zone efficiency, not in the red zone enough. Penalty, 7 for 68 for the Cowboys, killed them. 4 for 28 for the Eagles. I'll take 4 for 28. Out of the Eagles on penalties every week. Every week. Turnovers still killing us. Four to two. But, again, sometimes it just works in your favor. We were going to win that game. I felt like it from, from Jump Street. But we didn't win it the way I was hoping we would, yeah. which is stuffing the offense down their face. We'll get to that in just a second. Time of possession's over. Let's move on because... We're going to talk about individual statistics right now. And, uh, well, I'm sorry. Does anybody want to uh, extrapolate on anything that I just mentioned there? I mean, look, the red zone, now that's an important stat. Yep, it is. And, and the Eagles have been so bad in the red zone. Turn your mic up a little. There you go. There you go. The Eagles have been so bad in the red zone this year. And as we talk about the second half of the season, I, I, that's an area that – this team needs to get are so you, much better. Are you talking about red zone efficiency Both. or Both. A, a red Defense zone attempts? and offense. No, no, no. no. Uh, because red zone efficiency. Yeah. Red zone efficiency. Well, uh, they, their red zone efficiency was 100% this, this Sunday, yeah, but, but, Carson, they, were only, but I mean, they were only there twice. Yeah, and then Carson threw the interception in the end zone, so I, I count that as a red zone. The third, yeah, the third, yeah. Yes. It was, it, it, to, to what you're saying, too, it's like, to, but you, you, you had to actually have to get there like the previous week. We were de- we were down there eight times and we only got what, three, t- three, we only, three. Three for eight. Three for eight. That's not good at all. Shaq. I also thought fourth down efficiency was pathetic. Uh, the one time on fourth and three, they they snapped the huddle at eight seconds. They get up to the line. They have no time to try and you know determine where to protect on the line. Carson's rushing them up to the line to get them set, and then we do a quick snap with three or four seconds left instead of Doug calling a timeout or Carson calling a timeout. And then what happens is his first guy's progression is not there, which was Boston Scott in the flat, and then everyone's like, oh, there's two guys middle in the open of the field, and then Van Der Esch comes in and destroys them, and he fumbles the ball. Like You we, mean the neck? The, the neck? Uh, the neck roll. Yes, the neck roll. Get my neck roll. They, they need to do a better job of getting the play oh, call in. Oh, God, Andy Reid. Get the play call in and get to the line and get set and allow Carson to say, all right, 55 is the guy that's coming in here. Like, if you want to be a riverboat gambler, Doug, you need to get your head out of your rear end and start making the play calls earlier and get in the line so we can establish something. We agreed so that we don't have a tumor in our brain at the end of the show. You can say ass. <laughs> yeah, don't disagree. And I, I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't mean to I, diss I Sam that say, I mean, we just had a whole segment of kick-ass. Or jackets. I figured I'd try and I got, you. Go, go I got you. He's got kids. It's Come getting, on. Yeah, uh, all right. Um, <laughs> here's a. Uh, not only do they have to get the play calling it, but I think the play calling has to be a little bit more creative. I, here's a dumb question. Have you seen the Philly special since the Super Bowl? 
Yeah, they tried it. Once the, the next year. Yeah, the Atlanta game. Uh, they, they, they've mixed it up a little bit. They bring Jalen Hurts in. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want Jalen Hurts coming in on fourth down. I want my stud quarterback. And I want him to make it so that he has confidence moving forward in the game. Diaz. I, I'd like to see uh, getting Fulgham involved in the game earlier. I mean, the guy's like, I think he's third in the NFL in receiving since he started. Well, we didn't, uh, are we first, talking about fourth first, down here? First in yards. First, are we no. just, are, all right. Well, first, I was, I was about to get to this. Four. So it, let's, let, all right, let's do that. Good segue. Yeah. All right. Individual statistics. We know about Carson. We know about Jalen. We know about Danucci. Zeke. 19 carries for 63 yards. So, that's why you don't <laughs> sign a running back to a long-term contract. I wonder where he's putting that spoon now. And, he's obviously not feeding himself. And, and, and his first seven-yard run, he grabbed a, uh, a spoon and went like this. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> nice belly shirt. Yes, yeah, cute. Tony Pollard, however, uh, was, was, was giving us some issues. Uh, seven for 40 yards, 5.7. CeeDee Lamb once on a reverse. Ben DiNucci had to run the ball five times for a four-yard uh, four carry average. But uh, let's get to the positives. Boston Scott, 15 carries for 70 yards, 4.7 yards per carry. I mean, Boston is a, a, a Green Legion radio bump. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Yes, he is. He yep. is. And uh, thank you, Dave, yes, for, he is. Uh, for bringing him in last year. He and, uh, he and Alex Singleton, two of the uh, stars of the first half of the season. And T.J. Edwards. And T.J. Edwards. 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 Right. Well, thanks, thanks for ruining everything, you guys, because I was about to get there. <laughs> That's wow. why we're here. Uh, again, Corey Clement, five carries for 24 yards for 4.8 yards per carry. Well, I, I was just c contribute by saying, you know how I always tell you, like, you got to pass the ball, running the ball? Dallas is, like, a historically worst running defense, r rush defense, like, I, I don't know, 30 years or something like that. The fact that we Who? didn't. Dallas. Dallas. Oh, you said Boston. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm thinking of my man Boston Scott. I'm sorry. Right. Dallas, yeah, yeah. historic. No, no, okay. Dallas Got is like just terrible. And, and this is the game. This is the game where you run the ball, control, get in the red zone, use, feed Boston Scott. He's hungry. Control what the clock? I, I, don't, yeah. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, I actually I, I agree that the Eagles should have stuck with the run. Because they, it wasn't to control the clock. It was They were gaining yeah, seven, eight that's right. yards a game. It wasn't. They were getting big plays off the run game, and yeah. then they just they just keep going away from the run. Yeah. And the yard it's yards per, yards per pass attempt was what three point three point two, and, and we we're gaining seven on the ground. It's it just was be terrible. Be shouldn't, shouldn't the play caller be realizing this though? Hey, my quarterback has thrown two picks. He's fumbled twice. Let me let me stay on the ground with the run game, which is working, which is working. It wasn't in the game plan, Zach. Yeah, but some, sometimes, sometimes you, get, right. sometimes well, you hey. get a different look, and there's eight men in the box, and let's, uh, let's get you automatically check out of that. And, and we, we, got, we, got, we got precious minutes left in this okay. segment here. Uh, let's get two receivers. Uh, Gallup, seven for 61. Uh, Dalton Schultz, six for 53. CeeDee Lamb, four for 27. Screw those guys. Let's move on to the birds. <laughs> Travis Fulgham, six receptions, 78 yards, with a touchdown. Beast. And a 32-yarder. Stud. 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 Jalen Ragor, th three for 16, 5.3 uh, uh, yards uh, per reception and a touchdown. And a, a two-point conversion. And a two-point oh, yeah. conversion. Dallas Goddard getting back in the mix, one for 15. Greg Ward, three for 10. Who would have thought Greg Ward, who caught everything 
in every preseason game would ever get off the practice squad. Green Legion radio bump. Green Legion radio <laughs> bump. I wasn't there for that. I forget where I was. I don't know. I was upset. I, I had to go somewhere that uh, the week that Greg Ward was there. Our, our best show of the year, actually. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. I hope you're hearing this, Rob Valibus, which, by the way, we have a great surprise for you on your 400th episode Saturday. We'll talk about that later. Where are we at on time? Slash? Got about a minute and a half. Minute and a half. All right. Um, Corey Clement, one for four. Boston Scott, two for nine. John Hightower, not involved in the offense at all. Three targets. Three got, targets. targeted three no, times. But How many drops? Carson's second pick. He couldn't track the ball. It was right. windy. It was. I it know was it was windy. windy. Trust me, I was sitting in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know how windy it was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, uh, moving forward, uh, it, it, it's... To me, it's 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 not enough to get excited about other than the win. Uh, I, uh, we're going to spend the next minute on Carson and uh, Dave. Instead of talking about all the things that we know are wrong with Carson, and not talking about what we know the team is trying to figure out, what what is the next step? What is going to help him get out of this? Slump? I think it will help getting people back and having Miles Sanders back. Running the football with him, getting Zach Ertz back. By the way, you and I are going at it with Miles Sanders today. (laughs) Okay. Um, Getting the offensive line squared away. But that doesn't excuse Look, that first turnover that Carson had where he rolled out left and had all day to throw it into the stands and ended up getting sacked and fumbled. I mean, that's stuff that high school quarterbacks don't do. Exactly. So I don't really know what the next step is other than Doug wants to keep him in the lineup, let him work through it, maybe try to – one of my theories is – Build the offense around Miles Sanders. That will help Carson Wentz. We'll talk about it later. Got it. Got it. Okay, everybody. Green Legion Radio live from Chickies and Beats, South Philadelphia, sponsored by Bud Light on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM. We will be back with more Eagles and a defensive soliloquy by Philadelphia Eagles Insider Podcast host Dave Spadaro right after this. Green Legion Radio, sponsored by Bud Light, live from Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia, on Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM. Still have a lot to talk about. We're going to get into the defense right now. I have defensive statistics for the Cowboys, but let's be honest, who the hell cares? <laughs> yep. Moving on. My man, Green Legion bump, TJ Edwards. 13 total tackles, six solo, one sack, two tackles for a loss. That's a stud game. Yes, it is. That yeah. is a stud oh, game. It's about time. A linebacker. A oh, linebacker. What do you know? Who would have thought? <laughs> Alex Singleton right behind him. Eight total tackles, five solo. Josh Sweat, Hollis and I. That's our man, Josh yep. Sweat. Six total tackles, five solo. Duke Riley. Best hair in the game. Six tackles, two total, or two solo. Jalen Mills, five and five. Avante Maddox back in the mix, five and five. Will Parks, five for four. Uh, Nickel Roby Coleman, four for uh, Brandon Graham, four for two sacks. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and Vinnie Curry, as well as TJ Edwards. Dave, yeah. tell us about the defense and how it's starting to look up and how Brandon Graham right now is Stunt. having a Pro Bowl season. Never, he's never been to the Pro Bowl. He's never had double-digit sacks in his life in, in a single season. He's on track for both. 
if the Eagles can dominate on the defensive line, they have a chance. Linebackers aren't very productive, we know that. Secondary's okay. Have, has Darius Slay been what you thought he would be? Uh, well, this is my argument with Darius Slay or a cornerback of his, uh, his caliber. It's the Bobby Taylor syndrome. You never heard Bobby Taylor's name mentioned because he was on every number one receiver <laughs> like a blanket. No, no, he wasn't. Well, no, he was on number two receivers. Was he was Troy a, Vincent. Troy was, Vincent, yeah. yeah. But you never heard his name. And if you're a cornerback for my team, I never want to hear your name unless it's a pick. Especially on a defense that's that's was struggling. They are they are playing a lot better. But I mean, you know, I, I think they're oh, they're playing okay. I, I like look the Giants game. They gave up a 97 yard drive that drove me crazy. Yep. They gave up points to the Cowboys at the end of the first half and early in the game on a long drive that drove me crazy. I mean, let's think about it though. That 97 yard drive. I mean, the Eagles defense scared Daniel Jones into falling down. I mean, that, that's <laughs> no, a good that was defense. a different drive. Everybody, keep your head on a swivel with hands up. Yeah, because... Tank's been waiting for a little bit patiently. He's being his, his he's giving us his best sack esque. Yeah, I'm, I'm just making sure. I don't, I don't want to have to choke you. I don't, you know, <laughs> that's, why I'm sitting, that's why I'm sitting so far away. I didn't want to have to get it. But uh, the uh, Dave, you was right. The defense is playing subpar. Wait, wait. What'd you say? I said Dave was right. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Give me one. <laughs> Slash, ding, get, ding. A, get us that drop. Seven forty nine. Well, yeah, uh, Thanks, they, they, they've been playing subpar. Uh, I, I like the way Darius Slay played. I feel like he's got some bump calls. But uh, what's up with our tackling and the linebackers? The linebackers, they, they, some of them are sticking up the joint. Uh, like uh, Nate Gary, he was my boy. But come on, Nate well, Gary, also I, a Green Legion Radio. Green Legion Radio Bump had an interception a week after. I have a question. And Quimby's And, and I, I, I hate bringing it up because <laughs> it, it is pointing out somebody's coming off of an injury, but I'm still waiting to see Javon Hargrave step up. Uh, he, yeah. had a, he had one tackle for a loss, but other than that, his name Where's hasn't come going? up much. And what's a, in, in that same question, Dave, because I'm going to throw it to you, please. Uh, what's Malik Jackson's status? When yeah. are we going to see him back? I think he's going to be, I think I, that's, so let's talk about some good news. Uh, Malik should be back for the Giants. It sounds like um, Darius Slay will be back for the Giants after missing some time against the Cowboys. But Javon and Fletcher, we kind of thought they would dominate, and they really haven't they taken haven't. over games. At times they have. So to me, that's like the key for the defense. The defense, if that front four can really play well, and Graham is BG's been awesome. Sweat's been good. Yeah, I think I'm at, even at times even, Derek Barnett. Even, I was about to say Barnett yeah, is yeah. having a decent season inside. I just I guess we just expect them to dominate, yeah. and they really haven't dominated. There's a statistic that uh, that fails this defense, uh, which is is really scary when you when you uh, when you break it down when you really dive into it. Uh, the Eagles are 28th in the league in uh, the defense in rushing attempts, which means teams offensive coordinators are not afraid of this defensive line and it might be because there is no linebackers uh, or, or, or the, the lack of linebacker play let's let's be positive the lack of linebacker play has not been there but they're not afraid to run on this line because they know if you get past it you know there, there's a lot of there's a, a lot of ground to chew tank yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thought to you next day but um what, what my trusty compadre is trying to say is pretty much hey, nobody's, nobody's scared to run against us because all you have to do is rub double some of the uh, defensive linemen up front and get up to the linebackers. And I don't know if you've been paying attention. They're hitting the wrong gap or they're standing back there wait, waiting on something to happen instead of going to get some action. 
What do you think he's going to? Well, I see, see TJ. TJ is starting. TJ, if TJ can take over, look, they're going to play two, two linebackers most of the game anyway. Okay. Play nickel. If TJ can play like that, then a lot of a lot of issues will be solved. And then I think they'll also start working in Sean Bradley a little bit more. I don't really think that Davion Taylor is ready to play football yet. He's a project. Okay. And and if you so <laughs> so then and then also if you can move Nate Gary back to the to the weak side. I think he can be a little bit better football player. I don't think he's a middle linebacker. He's not your best linebacker on the field, obviously. And I know the fans can't stand him. And we're right, we're I right, like Nate. I mean, I just I think like, he's, he's just in some tough spots. Nate is in a tough spot uh, because he is not surrounded by talent that can help him succeed at that linebacker position. But I don't think he's, I don't think he's a standalone. But the idea was that the D-line would dominate, yeah. occupy blockers, and then the linebackers would run clean to the football. But they're, 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 they are occupying blockers, and the guys are standing there with their legs in quicksand. And that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm asking you. What is a, is, because TJ is the only one that I've seen doing it, and uh, Singleton a little bit. The, in order for the, this defense to roll, the guys up front, when they do have a double team on them, those guys, they don't shoot the gaps. They're, they stand back there like, like, something's going, like something's wrong with them, and they're thinking instead of knowing. I mean, that, the idea is that you shoot the gap, that you play downhill football, and they're not doing it. So second half adjustment, yeah, in the season, play more downhill football. Sack. Dave, what's the one problem in T.J. Edwards' game that has actually kept him off the Speed. field besides the hamstring Speed. issue? Speed. Speed. Yeah. Speed, yeah. Now, Lack that, of speed. Is that coverage against tight ends? Is that coverage out of the backfield? Just is that- being explosive, having having sideline to sideline speed. He wasn't drafted for that reason. Um, you ran a four nine, right? Yeah, and he and he, I ran that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're you're you're, 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 you're other nickname yeah. was Flash. Yeah. So that that's otherwise. I mean, he's smart. He generally is ne- you know makes the right call. He's got good tackling technique. He's tough. He just isn't fast. And so in cut and coverage, he's a liability. And then just chasing down the football sideline to sideline, he's a liability. Hey, real quick, Slash. Yeah, the Eagles may be on a bye this week, but Chickies and Pete's doesn't stop. Pick up Chickies and Pete's tailgate kits and grill at home for your game day guests. Handcrafted burgers, hot dogs, take and bake crab cakes, world-famous crab fries, plus an ice-cold Bud or Bud Light six-pack. Nice. So natural. Yeah, you, 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 like, you that? like that flow? Yeah. Where'd you go, Kyle? I like the uh, yeah, I like the take and bake crab cake. <laughs> I like I like that flow better than the flow on top of Diaz's head. <laughs> oh man! Uh, hey, wind, jealousy. Wind, <laughs> wind tunnel tested hair here at Chickens and Pete, South Philadelphia. Oh, hold on, did he just say hair jealousy? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what I said. Good one. Oh wow. And I, I I lost my sheet about the gobble gobble burger here at Chickies and Pete's. We're going to get to that. Oh, uh, now do do we think that Chickies and Pete's started the gobble gobble burger, knowing that that our good friend uh, the, gobbler. the gobbler will be here? Yeah, every it, Thursday night throughout the Eagle season. Yeah, I can't answer all these difficult questions. Yeah, but I'm looking for my notes because he's looking for his notes. He's out of he feels out of sync and out of place right now. He's Boom! In the Got it. The gobble gobble burger, a stuffed turkey burger with cranberry chutney, stuffing. Gravy, casserole, onions, and herb mayo. Only ten ninety nine here at Chickies and Pizza. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Real quick, because we do have a, a, a question from one of our uh, Facebook audience, Bryant Walden, uh, to Dave. Do you think Carson should have been benched? No, I'm against <laughs> it. I'm, I'm not. I, I know in two thousand eight it worked with Donovan McNabb. I'm just not. I, I don't. A. I don't think it would serve Carson well. And B. I don't think Jalen Hurts is ready to play football. 
I think he's. I mean, we've seen him throw a, pa- a couple of passes. He looks good. He runs around. Um, he does look sexy. Look, I mean, around. look. I, I, I'm, I'm going to take the op- optimistic view, and I'll tell you that Carson's gonna, the, the interceptions will stop. He'll go back to the way he's always been. If they continue, then you got you got to think about it because we're in a situation now where the Eagles have a chance to cement first place in the NFC East, and if he's holding the team back with poor decisions and. And I think Doug throws. may have put himself in a corner with that, talking about how much we had to cut down on, on turnovers. turnovers. But, yeah. but everybody's been talking about it all year because that's what it's all he's done. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna continue this when we come back from break at the top of the hour. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, one hundred two point five FM, sponsored by Bud Light, live from Chickies and Beats, South Philadelphia. We will be back right after this. Green Legion Radio, back at Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia, our football season home. Green Legion Radio is sponsored by Bud Light. We are live on Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, 1480 AM as well. All right, we have plenty of Eagles still to talk about. Diaz, I know you had a comment. We're going to get to it. And I don't want to hear any snide remarks as we go over results and picks because we do have a football game coming up. Uh, in about 20 minutes here, we're going to get our picks in for the week. Uh, Diaz, uh, d- excuse me, Diaz Sack, sending it to you right now. Let's do that. Then we're going to talk about Andy McPhail. Then we're going to talk a little NBA, a little Sixers, and then we're getting back to the Eagles for the rest of the uh, rest of the show. Sack, you're in charge, baby. All right, so our standings after week eight right now, Kyle and Diaz are both tied at top, 22 hey. and 12 apiece. I'm right behind them at 20 and 14. Quimby and Hollis are both 17 and 17. And Sam joining us last week with her picks, two and three, not off to a hot start. Birthday girl. <laughs> Where are you, Zach? I'm right behind you guys. Yeah, right he's 20 and, uh, uh, 20 and 14. So uh, Thursday night football coming up here at 820. We have Green Bay at San Francisco. Quimby. You know what? I think Green Bay was embarrassed by well, pretty much Dalvin Cook. Uh, as opposed to just the entire Minnesota Vikings in Green Bay. I do not like a a 7.5-point road favorite. I am going to go with San Francisco. I thought you were going to say you do not like green eggs and ham, but okay. Uh, I'm speaking for Sam. Sam, what do you got? Green Bay. Green Bay. Gobbler. I do like green eggs and ham, and I like Green Bay tonight. Tank. Where are they playing? They're playing in San Fran. The game that's starting in 20 minutes. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Um, hey, welcome. No fans, by the way. Good, good things, Mazza Mazza. Uh, I'm going to take, take Green Bay. I'm right. gr- Green Bay all the way. Green Bay. Green Bay. Dave, Green, Green Bay. Bay. And I'm going to go with the Packers as well. All right, now listen, the, 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 the primetime game, actually the, the main game, the game of the week, is going to be Steelers-Dallas. On Sunday at 425. I can't go with that game. I had to switch it up for a 425 game. Of course. We don't even need to talk about it. We were all going Pittsburgh. We were all going Pittsburgh. So I decided instead to go with Red Hot Miami at Arizona coming off of a bye week. Q. I'm sorry. Leave me alone. I forgot to put my bets in. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. So Professional. Are you adding, are you adding this kidding. game? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. To the parlay? Wait, what's the game? It's Miami uh, and Arizona. <laughs> you so Miami and Arizona. Two is going to get a wake-up call. Arizona. What do we got for Sam? 
Arizona. Arizona. Great radio here, everybody. Gobbler. Sorry about that. Good things. Muzzle, muzzle. Yeah, Tua didn't really prove anything in his debut. I'm going to go Arizona. Tank. I'm going to go Miami. Interesting. Yes. Kyler, the creator. Arizona. Nice. Dave, I'm going Arizona. And I'm going to go outside the box here. I'm going with Tua. Hey, you're going to lose. You go with, you go with me, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a tough one for us all. Sunday night football, great matchup. 40-plus old quarterbacks, uh, second time showing off this season against one another. They did it in week one. You have New Orleans with Drew Brees at Tampa, or Tampa, Tampa Bay with uh, Tampa Tom Bay? Brady. Oh, God. I think somebody's about ready to seat them and put them back in, uh, uh, in, in a reality check. They almost gave up that game to the Giants. I'm going. I'm going Saints. Sam. Sam is Saints. Tom. I'm going. I'm going Tampa. Hollis. Uh, Saints. Saints. Yes. We Tom. don't. We don't know why there, huh? Tampa. <laughs> Dave. I'm going Tampa. And I am going to go with Tampa as well. Turncoats. Monday Night Football. <laughs> I, you did to I, me. I don't even feel like. I don't even feel like asking this game because I think across the board we're all going to take. We're all going to take the same team. So I might as well just everybody just give me a nod Just here. give it to us and shut up. New England at the New York Jets. Oh, please. Oh, that's interesting. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah, it is. Because really? I agree with uh, whoever said it, Cam Newton's uncoachable. Who said that earlier? Thanks, Slash. Thanks, Slash. Yeah, but the Jets have nothing. I'm going with the Jets. Ooh. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's not interesting. That sucks. As Yoda, <laughs> as, as Yoda once said, this is why you fail. <laughs> I, I, I got to make up some ground somehow. <laughs> I'm already so far behind you guys. Because you so. went 0-4 two weeks ago. Whatever, Sam, man. Sam, what do you got? Oh, Jesus. God. <laughs> she, she must have this celebrated. This not going how I was thinking. She was Slash, celebrating her birthday so early. So frustrated. I'll build an <laughs> uncoachable, and I think the head coach of the Jets is also uncoachable. I'm going with... Wait, who are they playing? Patriots. <laughs> New England. I swear to God, I've not had a sip of anything. This is a shortened version of Get Tanked Happy Hour. I know. Hollis. Uh, I'm going with New England. New England. Begrudgingly. New England. And the rest of us are going New England outside of Sam and Quimby. who are Just both so from. you know, I'm going to put in a three-team parlay on the three teams that I took uh, that went against everyone's green. All right? What is that, a DraftKings free bet that you got right there or something like that? <laughs> I don't, you're not putting real money on that. Excuse me, Diaz. We're not allowed to mention that <laughs> until they give us some money. Anyway. Well, it's time for me to get into how I want Andy McPhail to lose his job. Speaking of jobs, Chickens and Pizza is hiring for all 12 locations across Pennsylvania and New Jersey. All positions, full and part-time. Click chickensandpeats.com slash careers. Chickens and Pete's official caterer and proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. That a boy. Did you uh, like that? No, I did. I, like, uh, I also like how you seemingly started to stretch out before this rant you're about to go on. <laughs> Dear Lord. I, I had to adjust myself here real fast. Everybody here at Chickens and Pete's South Philadelphia, you might want to listen to this. Fox Sports The Gambler live, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM here in Philadelphia. Sackmaster. Get at it. So after about a year, Andy McPhail, the ghost of McPhail, finally decided that he wanted to come out of the woodworks. 
This guy has been hiding all along. He would be pretty good at hide-and-seek, just as good as Osama bin Laden was all those years, because we can't seem to find this guy anywhere. And what? Out of nowhere, he decides to pop up on a Zoom call the other day on Friday and speak to reporters. Why would he even bother doing that? Because, really, in reality, this guy should be out the door. But I can't say that he should be out the door because he didn't send Matt Klintek out the door. Instead, John Middleton felt bad for him and kept him around and gave him a lesser role, a lesser title. And, and he gave the reins over to his right-hand man for the last five years, Ned Rice. So here we are as the Philadelphia Phillies. Ned still, Flanders? Still, <laughs> still stuck in quicksand. We are going nowhere. Me and Diaz on our last episode of Isis Shorts Winter Sports, Diaz asked me, he's like, what do you think about the Phillies? What do you think about their chances? When are we looking at realistically contending? And I asked him, did you watch the Dodgers play? Have you watched the Braves right, play? Right. How about the fact that the Mets just got bought out by a $14 billion man, and the guy is already asking his fans, how can I make the Mets game experience better for you? Hmm, I wonder how. Open up the checkbook and actually bring in some players to go along with Jacob DeGrom. Don't be afraid of that Alonso. luxury tax, baby. Oh, but this guy won't be. This guy won't be. So the Mets are actually going to be making some moves this offseason, one of which might be our old catcher, our former catcher. And Dave was just asking me during the last break, do you think Real Muto will be back? Ah, uh, no. We all knew that wasn't going to no, happen. He's going elsewhere because the Phillies are crying poor. We're acting like a small market ball club. So one of the Stupid is, money. Oh, yeah, well. Stupid money, now it's Now it's no money. Okay, because the guy that has $4 billion is crying broke when he has another guy that's out there with the Buck family that's a part owner for the Phillies that owns about another 10 to $11 billion. You know what? Hey, that's a drop in the bucket. So one of the things that McPhail bothered me with what he said the other day was, who's going to want to uproot in the middle of a pandemic? The Los Angeles? Uh, the, Los the, the worst worst I've ever heard. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt no, you, you're man. Fine, here, but man. That statement went right up my craw. <laughs> you, you, you want to know who's interested in uprooting during the course of a pandemic? How about the fact that the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, who only have one good player on the team, Mike Trout, Millville native. Why? Why did you do that? Because you can't curse at me tonight. So <laughs> they have 11 people have interviewed for that position, including our former general manager, Ruben Amaro Jr., 11 people no. have, yes 11 wow. people have interviewed for that job I'm guessing somebody wants to uproot during the pandemic out of those 11 people that interviewed for that job huh how about the sixers how about the raise you're gonna get with that position oh, without a doubt oh, I'm sorry no I don't want to uproot during, what Ugh. how about the sixers which Diaz will be going into with a more positive note Sixers hi have hired a new president of basketball operations new head coach and three new assistant head coaches all of which wanted to uproot so here's another thing that annoyed me about what McPhail was saying about uh, during the course of his press conference the other day. He says that he'll step aside if it helps Middleton land a big fish. He would happily do that. I'll happily drive you to the airport, McPhail. If, if he was a player, I'd trade him for a taxi ride and a ham sandwich. <laughs> Listen, wow. so I, I, I have this thought process right now because I look at the division and the Phillies are definitely bottom of the barrel. The Marlins might have been a year early, a year too early. Marlins just showed what they can do. And they have Sixto Sanchez, who should have been our oh, ace. Oh, no, why point yeah, trade him? Yeah, let's trade him away for only two years of team control for a all-star catcher. Uh, you know, who you should have signed the second he got here. Actually, it shouldn't have been the second he got here. When you made the deal, you should have, you should have had a contract on the table for him before you even agreed to make that deal. But... I'll accept one more year of losing as a Phillies fan. I'm not. Hold on. Hold on. I will accept one more year of losing, and it's for the sole purpose of this is the last year as team president 
for Theo Epstein with the Chicago Cubs. And they've already said they're going to part ways. Now, Theo Epstein has broken the curse in Boston. He broke the curse in Chicago. Now, we don't have a curse. We just have bad ownership and just terrible all-around minor league system. Years so and years we of do poor have drafting. A, we do have a curse. His name is Javon Curse, and he'll be joining the Green Legion <laughs> in Punta Cana. Awesome song. In December, from the 3rd to the 8th, everybody, if you want to have some fun, you want to take a vacation, you want to get out of COVID nightmare, join the Green Legion in Punta Cana with... Hollis, Tank Thomas, Damn Skippy. Javon Curse, Lido Shepard, and Hall of Fame wide receiver Terrell Owens drinking on the beach with you for four straight going nights down? and Damn five Skippy. straight days. <laughs> How'd you get T.O.? Tank? How'd you get T.O.? I asked him. I'm, I'm, I still talked to him when he was... Uh, it's amazing what happens when you ask. Kind of like the prom queen, but I got to stop talking That's there. That's great. Uh, well, no, I just, uh, just asked a couple of fellas and who I felt like they would come and, and show the people a good time. I felt like he was one of them. So I, I talked to him. Uh, he was racing. He's, he's setting up for a race. Yes. A race with uh, Justin Gatlin. Oh, man. Uh, 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 Olympic sprinter. The Olympic sprinter. And it, it's, uh, it's pretty funny because... It, we actually, me and Lito were talking. The, I was telling we, me and Lito were talking the other day about the about the trip because I got him to go, uh, and um, we were talking about working out. He's like, you had to pick pick the the be, the best two physical specimens known to man to go with us. Now Lito's in the gym, and me too. I don't want them to show us show us up out there. <laughs> I don't want to be on da- I don't want to be on Dad Bod's row. I'm just saying. <laughs> but it, but uh, it was easy. Now, all right, I'm, sorry, Shaq, we no, went off you, on a tangent. I'm but sorry, by the way, if you want to go to Punta Cana with former Eagles players, Hollis Thomas, Lito Shepard, Javon Curse, and Hall of Fame wide receiver Terrell Owens, go to GreenLegion.com. We still have plenty of space. Barcelo Bavaro Palace and Grand Resort in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, December 3rd. Zach, go. Man, I'll tell you what, our advertising and segues are fantastic for our first live show. Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Hold on. There's still plenty of time for Diaz to do something stupid. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So uh, just finishing before I kick it over here to Diaz so he can touch on the new uh, team president of basketball operations for the Sixers. I'd love to hear a little bit about him as well. Um, McPhail, in short, you have McPhailed. And I would love to drive you to the airport and no longer see you as a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. Nah, 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 nah. Hasn't, nah, he, nah, nah. hasn't he already surrendered? He said, uh, oh, he, if they find someone better, they, they can get him. Fine, but, he, but he knows, he knows <laughs> that right now that Middleton is not going to open up his checkbook. So, Diaz, over to you. Please tell me a little bit about what the Sixers are actually doing, being that my team is the absolute crap show in the city. Yeah, well, Sack and I talked about this a couple weeks ago where we were just, oh, man, I was so down on the Sixers as the organization, you know, the, the roster. Bringing in Doc Rivers, great. Better coach, upgrade. He's an authority. They'll listen to him. But, I mean, come on, man. We still got the same front office. I, the Colangelo clan. Yeah, the Colangelo clan. I just I was bummed out. And then they bring in Daryl Morey. And Daryl Moore, we'll talk about some of the things he does, but like he is, he's the cook. He is the cook in the kitchen that can fix this roster and get this team, get the, the two stars that we have, surround them with the kind of talent they need. And if you don't have Daryl Morey as the cook in your, in your kitchen here, let Chickies a Pete's do the cooking. Bring the family, dine with us indoors or outdoors. 
Chickies and Pete's, the official caterer and proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Diaz, nice work, baby. Yeah, so that's a, I was thinking of how to work in that. Co- that it was co- good. Yeah, that's that good, good stuff. So uh, with Daryl Moore, I mean, honestly, our friend Mike Baldini and Roger Falloon <laughs> will enjoy that immensely. Uh, I mean, when he, there couldn't be anyone better that would be available. I mean, you know, uh, and a couple of kind of things read read between the lines. Moore's last year, we all know about the Hong Kong thing. We don't have to go into that, but. Uh, you know, the, the rumors are that the Houston owner, Telman Fertitta, didn't want, similar to our Philly situation, didn't want to hit that luxury tax, didn't want to spend. Um, and, uh, so, you know, they had a quiet exit. So bringing Maury in here, one thing I'd like to say is everyone thinks, well, Daryl Maury loves three-pointers, so they're going to trade uh, Ben Simmons because he doesn't shoot three-pointers. And that's not necessarily true. What he likes is winning, and he likes efficient shots. And when we talk about efficient shots, it's obviously three-pointers, but free throws and, and shots at the basket and three-pointers. So, uh, you know, we've got he, his introductory press conference a couple days ago was just talking about, you know, Embiid at the rim, Embiid at the rim. So for, I think for all the people that are like, Embiid's got to get down to the post, he might not just sit there because you have to have some movement, but I would expect to see even more Embiid shots at the rim, get fouls. You know, that, that's one thing that the team didn't have. Uh, these guys aren't going to line enough, and that's that's where you, I would expect immediate. Now, as far as getting the shooters around them, you know, and the one thing that this, uh, uh, some of the writers in town, oh, they're going to go somewhere and not rely on analytics. Uh, let me tell you this: having four power forwards on the floor at one time without any shooting is not analytics. The analytics are there, and the people that were in charge were not paying attention to what it, to, to exactly what this team need. We heard Doc Rivers; he said. You know, Embiid and Simmons, they win, when they're on the court together, they win 65% of the time. Now, that doesn't get you a prey down Broad Street, but it shows that, like you said, they haven't won yet. Can they, can they ever win? We'll have to find out. But they need those shooters and ball handlers around them. It's not, I don't think anything's going to be happening for this upcoming season that drastic with COVID, uh, salary cap going down. But I would expect him to get creative find a way to get out of perhaps the Horford contract. I don't think you can get out of the Harris contract this year, um, but but move around those edges. He's good at finding that talent in the rough, the, the Travis Fulgums, um, you know, the the Shake Miltons, and, and that's what I'd expect to see this season, but, uh, you know, opposite of what how we're feeling about the Phillies, Sixers, man, I, I'm feeling good about the next three years. Real quick, before we go into anything else, Diaz, can you elaborate a little bit further about what's going on as far as the uh, the new start for the next NBA season? I'm here in December 22nd. Yeah, so uh, the players, the play, and by the players we mean LeBron James because he just finished the finals. They they want to start on MLK Day, and there's talk, you know, the, the numbers, I didn't wa- watch it all. but Shortened season as well? Shortened season? Shortened season, 60 games. Uh, the NBA wants to start at Christmas. I, I believe the NBA PA is going to have... NBAPA, they're going to have a vote tomorrow, um, but from the rumors, it sounds like that will be inevitable—a a Christmas Day start. So, um, and they're going to re- be reducing travel, 25% less travel. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if they vote tomorrow. But uh, uh, I mean, I, hey, we got Daryl Morey. He's he's going to—he's the cook that we need to fix this roster and uh, get them back into contention. Hey, DS, okay. How, 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 how many titles did Houston win? Well, that's good. Oh, see, this is another thing that people like to say. Uh, oh, how many? You know what? You know what? Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey, and the Houston Rockets were the only team that tried to compete with the Golden State Warriors, one of the greatest teams of all time. And they, in 2018, they were up three to two with the lead before Chris Paul went down with that injury. They're the only team that, that tried to win against that historically great team. Okay, so the answer is what is the answer? Zero. <laughs> yeah. no. well, let, me, let me tell you this: in the NBA, there aren't. 
great general manager, uh, R.C. Buford or, or I love the Masai move. Ujiri. I love the move. I'm just saying. He tries to win. And, and his, his motto is, if you have a 5% chance at winning a championship, you got to go all in, which I think would be appreciated in this town. You know, you, you try to win a, a lot, too, but you never do. Oh, uh, I was waiting for Hollis's, uh, I'm going to get past the second round. Listen, if you get past the second round, if you get past the second round, there's only four teams left. You're in the, you're in the conference championship. That means you're a little closer to a championship, huh? That's right. I see you don't know the rules of winning. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a man and I win. We, Just concede. Just hey, listen, Just this concede. past year was a disaster. I'm a, I'm a this man. is a positive move. Say it with me. Say Hollis is a man and he wins. That's all you have to do. I'm not saying that. I got to put up with you on a regular. <laughs> I'm never saying that. So, so you well, will see it. Oh we're, hell no! We're kind of down on the uh, on the Phillies and what things are going. Uh, we're, we're a positive here. Daryl Morey came here because of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and because supposedly they have an ownership group that is willing to spend over yeah. the over the cap. Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody watched Cobra Kai? I watched that, a couple I, episodes. I, Apple TV? Yeah. No, Netflix, right? Netflix. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. A little bit more Eagles, and we're coming back all Eagles next segment. Uh, we've been wanting to talk about this uh, for the last four or five days. Diaz brought it up in our text message during the week. Are we seeing a change in the guard at receiver position? And are, are you comfortable with what you're seeing there? And I'm going to throw this over to Dave, and then, Dave, I want you to throw it over to Tank. Rager and Fulgham. Obviously, the jury's still out on uh, Jalen Rager. Uh, just he hasn't played enough, but Fulgham is certainly uh, running up. Greg Ward, uh, Hightower, Dallas Goddard has to be considered a receiver, not from the position standpoint, but as an all-around offensive target. Yes. Yeah. And uh, immediately following your take on these players, will anybody see Alshon Jeffrey or Deshaun Jackson in an Eagles uniform again? Okay, so I'll answer the last part first. Deshaun... I don't see him coming back um, this year. And then I, I certainly next year, that's a tough contract when you're way over the salary cap and the cap number goes down this year or goes down next year. I think Alshon will play this year. I think Alshon will play against the Giants, actually. He better. He's been on it's roster re- spot it's for time. eight it's, weeks. It's way, it's way time. Yeah. Now, does he walk in and take Travis Fulgham's reps? No. Nope. Is he taking Jalen Rager's reps? Not really. Because I want that speed on the field. So Alshon's going to be in a weird situation for him. He's going to have to, it'll be interesting to see how he handles it. I think Travis is the real deal. He's the NFL leader in receiving yards since week four. I think Jalen Rager's the real deal. He's got to be more durable. But you'll see him doing jet sweeps and screen game. And what he did last week was catching that lateral, that overhand lateral and, and running. They want to put the ball in his hand and, and, and let him be explosive. And I like Rager a lot. So I really think that in a, in a first half of ups and downs, the Eagles are clearly transitioning tank right. to young, fast, good wide receivers. I like Hightower also. And I think Quez Watkins has yeah. a chance to be a good player too. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. But since we have to go to a break, I'm seeing we yeah, to break. Tank, you mind I, taking this back uh, when we come back? Yeah, you can take it up with me when we come back from this break. All right. Uh, this is uh, Fox Sports The Gambler. 102.5-1480 AM, live from Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia, sponsored by Bud Light. Yes, this is all Green Legion Radio, everybody. We appreciate you joining in. Plenty of people here at Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia right now. It actually looks like a normal night. Awesome. Son. Socially distanced. Socially normal. distanced, but it looks like a normal night. People are enjoying the hell out of themselves, and we're happy that you're here. Everybody, we'll be back on Green Legion Radio from Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia, right after this.
So just how far down do you want to go? Well, we could talk it out over a cup of joe And you could look deep into my eyes Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM. Brought to you by Bud Light Live here at Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia. And yeah, baby, get that first touchdown up for the over, Green Bay. <laughs> Devontae okay. Adams is a beast. He is yeah. a Look beast. Look at him, man. He Woo. is a beast. Sweet. All right, everybody. If you are in the area, we are still here for at least another hour. Uh, the staff or the, the, the crew of Green Legion Radio next to Dave, who has a lot of stuff to do. Uh, is going to be hanging around here for a little bit after the show, which is over at 9 o'clock, but probably at least till 10 o'clock. So if you guys are around, come down, join us here at South Philadelphia Chickies and Pete's. It, it is like a normal night here. It, it, it's normal. I mean, there's, 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 people, crowded, e- there's people socially distanced everywhere. It looks great. It's spaced out pretty good. Yeah, yeah, every, 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 table looks, every table looks full. And we got football on. It's, yes, football it's, just, on. it's just great to have. Yeah. Tech, sorry, man. We, uh, we interrupted you with your, uh, with your speech talk. Uh, a little, uh, you interrupted a little bit, but we were <laughs> speaking to the people that are at home. And we're going to talk about home gating. Home gaming is here. Order Chicky and Pete's. Order from Chicky and Pete's to go catering for the game watch party at home. Chicky and Pete's official caterer and proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. That a boy. Good things, Mazel Mazel. So now, <laughs> <laughs> Super Dave, I need, I need, I need, I need your attention on this. What you album. got, Hollis? What you got? Uh, well, it was. Uh, I was. So I was looking at the receivers. I'm liking what I'm seeing from uh, from uh, for, uh, the, from Fogel, from Trav, from Trav, and. Um, and, and for regular, a little bit, uh, you, you're right about the durability. In high time, well, I thought he was going to be a lot better, but I haven't seen Quez. I, 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 I yeah, he's, Quez. He's, he's really skinny. He's, I know he's skinny, but... I, I but he like, runs fast. Exactly. And, I mean, they're, they're actually, like, eventually here, mm-hmm. we're going to have receivers that, like, run sub-4-4s. Four right. Like, multiple receivers. And the Eagles have never had that. Never. We're going to have a team remember eventually we had, remember we had with Charles, a lot of speed. Remember we had Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson. And, and Torrance Small. Small. Oh, right. Uh, that, off of that wasn't a lot of speed. And that wasn't that off. Dave, just making sure, because we have Brian Walton once again uh, asking a question. Did you talk about Alshon Jeffrey and whether or not he was going to suit back? Yeah, I, yeah, so, yeah. I think he'll be back on uh, against the Giants. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, he it's, said, hey, it's time, bro. It's, it's eight yeah. games left. Let's play. You're going to play or you're not going to play? Yeah. And he, and, what what, and, what and he is the it. status of his injury? What? Yeah, it's now a calf injury. Oh, man. So it's not, it's not the, the foot anymore. It became a calf. Uh, is it because he was favoring? Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah. we understand that. Yeah. You know, when yeah. there's an injury, if you favor yeah, a muscle, you favor him. Yeah. But it'll be great to get him back as a... A role, not a role player, but just a piece of the offense. Not I thought you were going to say guy. something else. <laughs> not, not the main. He doesn't have to be the main guy, right? And that's what you you said. You didn't know what part he was going to play because he wasn't going to take, take any any time for Trav or or, or Reger. But Reger, uh, Reger, his durability was in question. But then I asked you about Quez. It's like, what, what's what's up with tight, what's up with tight end? What's up what's up with my boy uh, Zach? What, say that again? What's I, up I with have Zach? no idea what you're saying. Zach Ertz. What's up with him? Oh. What's up? It's, 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 it's getting late in the <laughs> well, show. No, well, no. What I'm asking you, what, what is up with when him? Is, when's he coming back? When is he coming back? And, what, and what's, up, what's up with him this year? He hasn't been himself. Yeah, he hasn't been himself. Between him and, between him and he Carson. He Carson aren't on the same yeah, page. Yeah, they're not on the same page at all. That's what, that's I what mean, I look, Zach, Zach kind of put a bullseye on, him, on himself with the, with the contract talk. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like he was pressing a bit. And then Carson Vontes was off. perfect. Carson was off his game. The, the, the chemistry really just wasn't there. And look, I'm, I, you know, I expect a lot from Zach when he comes back. We all do. Diaz, I, I feel like he's gonna be. He'll be. He'll be back within. 
I think a week or two. You know, uh, Dave, you said Jalen Rager, you know, a little injury, but what's refreshing is both of his injuries, he's come back early, which is in all our well, sports. Well, he's young. And, yeah, in all, but in all, all our teams, it's always like, oh, this guy's hurt to be well, out two weeks. Then normally it's like, we're oh, talking yeah. about a Jason Peters and Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson <laughs> who are older players who don't heal as fast as younger players. I, but I just back. need I need Jalen to not get hurt. Thank you. Right. Like, like I mean, that, that Terry, yeah, that's kind of a... I know, Freak but, but it, and he's never been hurt prior to playing in the NFL, and I get that, but, like, don't get hurt. Blame it on the Eagles medical staff, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going on with that? No. no. I mean, no We're no. not bringing it up. <laughs> Zach. No. Now, okay. Dave, I kind of want to set this up between you and Quimby because I know he wanted yeah. to go go one-on-one with you tonight about this. I want to know, can we expect Miles Sanders back for the Giants game? Boom. Yes. The only reason why I don't agree with you on Miles Sanders with what you've said for quality of player and how good you think he can be is because of what we've seen year one and year two, which is he can't stay on the field. He's also not getting enough rush attempts to encourage the amount of time that he is spending off the field. All right, so if you're, no, 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 no. If you're getting <laughs> 22 to 25 rush attempts a game, all right, you're going to get smacked around a lot more. He's getting 10, 12, maybe 15 and he's off the field again. He's when he's off the field, it's uh, it's lingering. He's questionable, and then he misses that week, and then it's another one. And how many weeks are we in now? Third, right? Quimby. Uh, I mean, what's what's more distressing is that he was not in shape or whatever. He wasn't in shape coming in, and it's all the, these other running hey, backs man, seem to be in shape. It's the hamstring. I know. I wrote today on PhiladelphiaEagles.com that the if you want the offense to have an identity moving forward, you build the offense. Around Miles Sanders, but he's only had 74 touches in eight games. That number has to skyrocket. He needs to have 20 to 25 touches a game. Okay, what's the reason for that? Right, it's not aside aside the injury bug. All right, aside the nagging hamstring. I think why is Miles Sanders not getting the ball? I will tell you. I, I will tell you that in the. In the because it's a Dave Spadaro pass offense NFL. <laughs> no, but in the, in the pass game last year, he caught 50 passes. I, He's I'm only okay. got 12 now. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm okay with him not having rushing attempts, but he needs to catch the ball six or seven times out of the backfield, 100%. He, to me, is like a LaShawn McCoy. Yes. LaShawn is going to get three or four yards per carry, and he's going to bust one for 50. Quimby, I, it, there's some bizarre dysfunction with the offense. Through eight games, bizarre. Like, I, and I will tell you that against. Pittsburgh, I know what it is. Again, hang on. Can I let me answer before you you chime in there? Don't raise your hand too. <laughs> hey, put you in your place. He's like man. a kid in Toys R Us right I, now. I, I, I hope that this week, Doug and the coaches say, "Hey, let's narrow this thing down. Let's go with what works, and let's create an identity for the final eight games." Instead of kind of grab-bagging. I feel like the offense has been grab-bagging. Yes, Quimby? Do you really think in the profession that is the NFL, it takes eight freaking weeks to develop an identity for your offense? When you have players Zach, in and go, out. Zach, go. Actually, it's been this way the last two years as well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a problem it's, the it, last two years. And I, and I Three think, now. I think a lot of it is there's just so many pieces in and out. All the time. What, 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 what about it? Too many, too many cooks in the kitchen. That's it. What, 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 you have, you don't have a decided offensive coordinator. It's like you can't. You're supposed to be running the team. Sometimes you're sitting your happy ass over there, and you really should be watching the game. No matter who's on the field, because you're the head coach, and somebody else should be taking the reins and play calling. 
You calling all the bull the bull crap plays and stuff? Nothing but, with creativity. <laughs> yeah, but and then, uh, hold on, hold on. And then, no, real and quick, then, and then, real uh, quick. Our good friend Louise down in Miami. Mm-hmm. The only miles Quimby hates are the ones Boston Scott puts on his car. <laughs> <laughs> now the only, the only thing I, I the only thing I hate that uh, that Doug does is like we, we'll get all the way downfield and we'll be matching somebody. <laughs> And then he'll start trying to get cute and doing, doing, trying to do like trick plays and stuff. Yeah, just put it in his own. He goes, hey. he goes away from the run game. Yeah, yeah, tries to get cute. And and real fast, I'm sorry, I do have to interrupt. Our good friend from Penn Distributors and Bud Light, John Dorenzi. Hey, 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 what's up, John? John's got Bud the old Light night here on. at <laughs> Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia. I apologize, Dave. Please continue. Uh, am I? Uh, I'm talking to Hollis yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that we go away from the run game too. No, much. no, the, the, I'm just talking about the cute and get plays. The cute plays. Yeah, the cute plays. It's like it's like we get all the way down there. Even even if it's a pass, it could be an aggressive pass. But you're pitching the ball. I'll, backwards. I'll just say this: in 2017, when the Eagles were smoking everybody, everybody loved Doug's play calls. They were creative. I love the fourth down. They're were inventive. They, were they Doug's or Frank's? They were Doug's. <laughs> okay. They were you sure Doug's. they were Doug's? 100 percent Doug's. You sure? 100 percent. So Doug's. what's wrong now? It's not working as well. <laughs> the, the quarterback isn't executing at as high as at, at, at as high a level. So who's not here? What's that? Who's not here? Frank Wright. Okay. <laughs> oh, stop. Well, no, I, I mean, just, look, I just, there, uh, there, there needs to be some more decisive yeah. play calling. And, you, again, and Dave's right. Uh, they have to find an identity, which they have not found. I think, but think, Pete, this, though, Dave. If it, if, if it wasn't Frank Reich, then what, what is the identity? Why, why is it taking us so long? Why is our offense getting kicked around? Why does our quarterback you know, look confused? You know, I, think, I, think, I think it comes back to Carson. I, I do. Thank I, you. I Thank you. Carson. We, 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 it, you have, Go ahead, man. In you, town, everyone wants to blame everything else except for Carson. It's the play calling. It's, it's the running backs. It's the receivers. It's the wind. It's COVID. It's all this stuff. He, he, he win, when they win, he gets the credit. When they lose, he should get the credit. Well, they won the other night, and he didn't get any credit. He, is, he didn't deserve any. So what the hell are you talking about? He is playing so incredibly poor. I, I have stats right here that I – like. Uh, he, please, please don't. Please don't. All, all of these – all of these – Just go say turnovers. All of these – yeah. He's got 55 fumbles in 64 games. He's on pace for 24 touchdown passes and 24 interceptions. You know? I mean, like, the running – I think it begin, starts and ends with Carson. Yeah, and, and uh, the, one, the one thing I do like is that he's not, he's not really – he's not giving up. And, uh, and sometimes when, the, uh, when, the, when, they, when they see a quarterback not giving up, the, the defense kind of perseveres. Because I, I saw at some points during the season, I saw where the defense kept giving him – Kept giving up, kept giving up uh, opportunities to get back out there and win the game, and now we're, we're going to go to Quimby now. Uh, we're going to get on a more positive note right now because we got off on a tangent. We're going to get back into this, and these were great uh, topics brought up by Diaz uh, in our text message conversation. Always, the show. thank you. Did you talk about the one that's been happening at like six in the damn morning? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to kick, I'm going to kick y'all ass, really. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be no, the brakes off Quimby, all three. Quimby yeah. threatened to fire me at eight thirty in the morning on a all Sunday right. before, and this this joker over here does it at seven a.m. and and nary a whimper. We already know you're gonna get fired. But I uh, am going to meet you each Listen, by your car. We haven't even gotten. A, you don't know yet. You don't know when I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Mute his ass now. <laughs> I'm gonna meet you by your car. You, there he goes. That's it, Ted. That's you, might you, wanna li- you might want to listen to this because I will meet you by your car, and I'm gonna beat the hell out of you. I'm not gonna leave one by one. One by one, and you'll know, won't know when it's coming. Back to you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> we only have, what, three minutes now? Because Hollis just took the last two minutes yeah. beating up Diaz? Yep. 
Uh, who are your standout players this year as long-term pieces to the puzzle? I don't want to throw this to Dave because Hollis is going to take too much time. Uh, the three names that, or four names that we are bringing up in this conversation are Jordan Maialata, which we're happy as hell to see him on the field, Nate Herbert, Travis Fulgham, and TJ Edwards. Dave. Yeah, I would go with those guys. Um, I would add, let's see, I mean, I would obviously add Hmm. Sweat Miles, but but Miles hasn't played much. But I do. Th- I, I I think a lot of Miles Sanders. I think a lot of Dallas Goddard. I think a lot. Of, we already know Dallas is yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of players who've emerged. Sweat who we don't know about. Josh Sweat's a good player. Yep. Um, let's see on defense. I don't see the the thing about it is like defense. That's the the bothersome thing about the defense is there's no young. Sweat. Guys. Who, sweat. We said sweat. Sweat. And I know what you're saying, I'm, I'm going to try to go Kayvon Wallace. I think he's shown a little bit here. Isn't he uh, hurt? He's, he's okay. He played last week. Okay. Um, not much. There's not much else. I, I, I like the way Sweat's playing. And, 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 it's, and you're correct. Uh, we don't really have a change in other guard on, on, the, on, <laughs> on the defensive side. So uh, we're going to have to pick some there, stuff there's up. There's not a lot of young. And when you the draft, see the draft of the last few years, this is where you're looking for all of those players. Who's your, who are you building with, with from the draft of the last? Well, the three draft's or four been drafts. tough for the last the three draft, or four years. The, the, the I mean, you have two years in a row where you only have five picks. That doesn't help your cause. Yes. All right. Drastically reduces your capability I mean, I, of actually hitting. I actually I, I like this 2020 draft so far. We have to see about. Well, you Bradley. Have to, you have to. You got to like see Bradley. about Kayvon Wallace. I mean, uh, about Davion Taylor. We have to see about the wide receivers, but they're off to a pretty good start. What do you think of John Bradley? Haven't seen enough. Okay. Small. What 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 have you seen what have you seen of him so far? Tough. Okay. Pretty instinctive. I like that. Um I like his past coverage ability. Yeah, he's not he's he's got a chance to be pretty decent. No. I just is he a difference maker? I haven't seen enough to say that he's a difference maker. No, nah, I'm just I'm just saying overall what what you've seen of him, I feel like he was worth the pick and I think you we can make him into something. He's not gonna shut up in time for you to actually get this in. <laughs> Sorry, deepest apologies. <laughs> About time? About that time. All right, let's do this. We, when we come back, Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia, Green Legion Radio, brought to you by Bud Light, live on Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM. We are going to get around the league. We want to talk about what's going on with other teams. We'll be back, Green Legion Radio, right after this. Everybody back here at Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia Green Legion Radio, brought to you by Bud Light, live on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. I'm about, I'm thankful we're at our last segment because I'm about ready to to, to, to go hardcore. I'm about ready to blast off. I think I've had four shots of Jameson. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. Again. Chickies and Pete, South Philadelphia, Sean McGranahan, Roger Falloon. Uh, Pete, of course, uh, thank you once again for having us back here. Thank you to John Dorenzi from Penn Distributors and Bud Light for making it happen. Woo! Johnny boy! Turn the sound back up on Facebook. You guys, I did put it back up on Facebook. Stop it. Uh, we will be back here every Thursday for the rest of the Eagles football season. We may even get one episode right after the Eagle season is over, and hopefully that will be at the end of February. After we win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, baby! But the weird thing is, for me, Quimby, there's no game, there's no Eagles game this weekend, so 
What I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to come right here to Chickies and Pete's, and I'm going to grab some takeout, right? And I'm going to have a great time because Chickies and Pete's pick up or delivery on game day, all day, any day, all your Chickies and Pete's favorites and ice cold takeout beer. Sounds like a party for me on Sunday <laughs> at the Crisin is an odd. Click DoorDash or Uber Eats, Chickies and Pete's. Official caterer and proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. You want to come on over on Sunday, house and we'll talk a little football. And uh, if you want, if you want to get a I, bunch of food from Chickies and Pete's. No, can I tell back. you? I, I'll be honest with you. I already have plans to come plant my ass here for <laughs> the entire afternoon and evening. Games. Are you? Yeah, hundred percent. So, I, if anybody else wants to show up, are you inviting us? I, I you, yes, I am. Oh, please. Cool. If well, I, don't, I don't have a choice with this guy. Right? <laughs> If Hollis is going to Dave's, those uh, those beers better be in plastic bottles because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll get messy. We fight because we love each other. Yes, we do. All right, yeah. you guys, let's get around the league real fast, but uh, I only want to spend about five minutes on this, and I do want to have a conversation about the possibility of a 16-team playoff scenario based on COVID and what might take place over the next half of the season. We are, we are halfway through football season right now, and... The Tua era starts in Miami with a win. Now, didn't look all that great. What, did he throw for 98 yards or something? He, he, he threw, threw he, a short touchdown at Devontae Parker, and it was, it, a lot of it was defensive special teams for the yeah. Dolphins that day. But I think you saw the rest of the team get behind him, especially the defense, which had two pick six, right? Right. Well, a pick six and a, 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 a sack, f- sack yeah, for Strombo yeah. f- yeah. uh, pickup. Pick up. I think uh, when you look when you look at the when you look at what happened, that was a total team effort. But you're right; they did have it up for him. Well, let's think about this for a hot second because I love talking about the AFC North. When in fa- AFC East, excuse me. <laughs> when in fact the Patriots are playing like crap, right? It's beautiful. So right now we have the toilet bowl taking place with the Jets and Patriots. Not so much, but uh, Buffalo or Miami, right? They. Uh, you can't discount the Patriots, but where do you think this division is going to fall? I would say Buffalo, but my, my man, MVP Josh Allen, ain't playing like an MVP nah, lately. Not at all. <laughs> no. Your man, I thought that everybody, was everybody has their woes. He's having one hell of a woe. <laughs> Dave, what do you think about that? I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC East. Um, I, think the, I think the Dolphins, I think they did the right thing by going to Tua because they're not going anywhere. They're, they're trying to build for the future. Did you guys see Fitzmagic shorts in practice the other day? Loved it. I love that guy. And, oh, yeah. and I think the Patriots are one of the five worst teams in the NFL right now. Great. I, I, I Hold on. Say that again. I think the Patriots are one of the five worst teams in the NFL right Everybody now. in Chickies and Beats South Philadelphia, listen to that announcement. The Patriots are one of the five worst teams in the NFL right now. Woo! If that doesn't get you excited, take your pulse, baby. But wait, I have a question. Do you root more against the Patriots? Every or more, time. Or, or against Tom Brady? Both. No. Both. Both. The nope. Patriots, because it's their no. fans. No, it's their fans. No, it's no, the, it's the Patriots, a hundred percent. Is Bill Belichick and Tom Gady? Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Gady. No, Spygate. 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 Okay. So does that mean that the, it's not as bad as it's not as bad as Diaz's Halloween costume? But <laughs> uh, yeah. Dave, does that mean the bottom five teams in pro football belong to the AFC and, and NFC? The AFC, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so out east, we're sinking exactly. up the drink. 
We got the Jets, the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Giants, and the Skip. The, the football, team. Team. football team. I got it. I got no, it. I put the Jaguars in there over the over the football team. <laughs> Been dying to talk about this a little bit more. Lamar Jackson, Baltimore, and Baltimore is loading up. First of all, should be a wide receiver. Yeah, they needed a wide receiver. But here, here Baltimore is loading up on players like Yannick Ngakwe, who nobody can understand what happened there. Yeah, gets traded to Minnesota. Last seven weeks, <laughs> gets traded to Baltimore. And everybody's wondering, why don't we go after Yannick Ngakwe? Well, maybe because this guy's a cancer. They got no, tired no, of his the, crap, the, too. The, here, the Eagles did not make a trade this week, okay? Trade trade deadline comes and no, goes. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the beginning where we were oh, looking for that. Looking it's for the same thing. We have no cap, edge rusher. No cap, no cap space. No cap and we're not giving up draft picks. We're not picks. giving up draft picks. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. We did that already. So, does anybody think Lamar Jackson will take Baltimore to a Super Bowl? No. I do. Do you? You yeah. do? Why? Yeah. I think they're gonna go back to they gonna go back to what what got them to where what got them that way last year. They are gonna add another tight end. If you look at what's going on right now, why they, would you get rid of? Uh, you're not gonna get rid Mark of Andrews. No, uh, you know, my Hayden Hurst. No, uh, yeah, Hayden Hurst. He's in Atlanta. I know he's in Atlanta. I, know, no, I, because he, I mean, he got picked before Lamar Jackson in the first round by yeah. Baltimore. But they found Mark Andrews later yeah. on in the draft. He's cheaper and he's better. Then so they traded Hurst. They got yeah, but, they, but, but what they made their bread and butter on was three tight end sets because you have essentially you have eight offensive linemen out there blocking where you're doing what you do with the kid. And also, they, they're great pass catchers. So they put the defense on notice to uh, and off guard so that they don't know if you're going to run or pass with whichever set you got. Yes. Interesting, though. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. older than Lamar Jackson. He's not old. He's like 22. Right. They, got, they got time. No, I get it. I, I mean, like, it. we're given. He won an MVP in his second year. It's his third year. You know. No, we uh, want immediate satisfaction. Uh, I, no, we're from Philadelphia. <laughs> That's on. true. I just think after watching Lamar Jackson against the Eagles, he can't play quarterback. He cannot throw the ball. <laughs> sack. Really, really, it's not, no, that, Hollis, sack. Okay, no, okay. But, but Quimby's right, though. They're going to get back to doing what they do best. Eventually, they're going to get Mark Ingram back. They have J.K. Dobbins, who still should have been a Philadelphia Eagle ahead of Jalen Hurts, because you would actually have a competent backup to go along with Boston Scott when Miles Sanders does get hurt. But that, nonetheless, I'm not going to go on that. <laughs> path. Yeah, you don't want to touch on that. But J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, they have a three-headed monster back there in their backfield, and eventually they're going to let Lamar Jackson do what makes him work and what makes him special, and they have playmaking on all three levels of defense. They're still stout. Got one other thing. we got four minutes left before we're finishing up this show. I'm going to Diaz right after this because I don't feel like he's had enough talk time, and you know he gets salty wow, about that. Wow, good for wow. you, Diaz. He'll get over it. Pro Football Talk comes out and reveals the NFL and the NFL Players Association talking about a 16-team playoff scenario. I find this extremely interesting, and not just because okay, we've got COVID, and the reason that they're considering this is if they lose games, as a result, the honorable mention prize goes to the eighth seed in both conferences. They add a team because we might not be able to finish the season based on bye weeks and what takes place for the rest of the year. Think about this for a hot second, though. If that takes place, there are no bye weeks for the first and second seeded teams. One plays eight, second plays seven, three plays six, four plays five. All right? Now, imagine I'm the Seattle Seahawks. And I am running away with this conference, even though I know they lost to Arizona, but we still feel as though Seattle's probably the best team in the NFC right now. If I don't have a bye week, 
I am resting players the last couple of weeks, and I know you and I went into it on Tuesday a little right. bit. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not saying that you're going to sit them and 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 make them uh, rusty, uh, rusty. But you're not going to play them the whole game. Why would you? Why does it matter? What does it matter if you feel like you're the best team in the conference? And so, uh, and, well, I got to go to Diaz with this first, and okay. then go to Dave right after. But. I mean, what's your strategy there? Well, be, you're, you're assuming that that is what's going to happen. They're still going to play for that buy. The buy is important, and, and until unless this is announced like next week, but it's really if they don't have this week 18 where all these makeup games would occur and there's too many, that's when this would come into effect. They're going to play for that buy all the way through. And so you don't think it matters? I don't think it matters. And even then, okay, so they, they're the number one seed. They get they, they play at home throughout. They don't. They don't have to go on the road at all. Home field advantage means absolutely nothing this, right now, uh, unless I mean, you live in Miami. I, I hear what you're saying, but <laughs> but still, like it does mean they don't have to move anywhere. They don't have to worry about travel. They don't have to worry about all the extra stuff. Um, I, I don't think that's gonna. I don't think they're gonna sit players. <laughs> and the best part about this, David Harris says, doesn't matter because the Cowboys still won't make the playoffs. <laughs> I think you do sit players. I, I, I'll tell you what. I have a scenario. Thank you. I have a scenario where the Eagles can rest their starters at the end of the se- at the end of the regular season. And then host the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Oh God. Oh my God. That would be right. That'll be an interesting show that week. Beat beat the Bears and go into week week two of the playoffs. I I I, go to Seattle or whatever. That's fine. I I think the Eagles have a chance. As every team, you want to. You will rest the seventeenth week of the regular season. Could be a a S show. Really? But what? But what? But what if? uh, Get oh, yeah, out. A, a Cowboys fan. At least he get out of here now. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. No. Watch out. Watch no. out. Ho- Hollis no. doesn't get along with the. No. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. No. We we can't talk to you. No, we can't. No, no. Do not ruin our last suck. two minutes. Stop. The Cowboys suck, sir. Keep rolling. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> Raise up, y'all They're... lost. Y'all uh... lost. Y'all suck. Y'all suck since 1995. Y'all suck. Get out of here. Y'all suck. Y'all suck. Suck. Big time. Y'all stink. Y'all stink. Hey, hey, hey. Back, back. Thanks. Anyway. Suck. Get out of here. Cowboys suck. Y'all bite. All right, we got one minute left. Anybody has anything to get off their chest? Sackmaster. Well, just a, just a quick side on what we were just talking about. This year, they were going to have the seven playoff teams in each conference anyway. So the, the first seed was only going to have the bye if, 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 if you know, everything went, went across. But Diaz is right. If they don't have a week 18, then at that point, they're still going to rock with the seven teams this year. I'm sorry. I did have something for that, uh, for that guy. I apologize. Oh, but unfortunately, I didn't get my producer to put my... There we go. Hey, Cowboys fan in the house. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Dave, you got anything? I got big plans tonight. What can I tell you? Got a boy. Yeah. Diaz. I do. Uh, you know, our first Ten show. seconds. First show here live at, at Cheeky's and Pete's, and I didn't get fired today. It's Hold on. good stuff. We can take care of that right now, everybody. Uh, good way to end the show. Yeah. Because the good news is you're fired. Everybody, Green Legion Radio brought to you by Bud Light here, live at Chickens and Pete, South Philadelphia, and live on Fox Sports The Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate everybody that came out to Chickies tonight. We will see you again here next week at 7 o'clock. Signing off, baby. Jimmy Sultz. <laughs>